0: Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is entitled A Time to Harvest. It was written by Brian Sammons, Charles P. Ziglanis, Glenn Owen Barras, and Mike Mason, and it's available on the Chaosium website. Jeff Wilkins is our game master, and this is Chapter 4, Episode 10. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the
1: darkness. Jeff? Thanks, Tom. So, a brief recap. I spent most of the last episode navigating the hallways of the Amigo Cave. Um, you had escaped the... several hours previous, you had escaped the attack on the house. Uh, some large creature with goat-like hooves captured Samantha or Sarah, sorry. Um took her off into the woods, you guys followed her trail, and the trail led you to the cave entrance. And yeah, so I think we can really just kind of pick up. Um, I guess let's maybe, uh, Rex is back. Let's maybe just talk about the first little elephant in the room of uh, we now all right, how am I going to do this? Um, all right, here's what I'll do. i just set the scene, and then that'll, that'll probably explain things. Okay. So you guys, uh, um, Tug and Danny, you guys took the first daring step through uh, the door, the gate, whatever you want to call this entrance way. It looked like it was into another room. You guys took the step in um i think i mentioned when you did it kind of felt you had the sensation of like walking into a spider web at night you know it was like right. a, a film or a, you know something else. um once you guys got in there uh there was some a bit of you know the timing of this all kind of played out where at the last minute sam the um uh the the, the war veteran who's kind of been your security guard of sort of um, he sort of like, hey, this might be our last chance to catch up with Tug and Danny. We should join him. So they jumped through. It was actually a different gate, I believe, uh, but they what he saw or, or, um, saw the back of Tug and Danny. So just at the last minute, Sam and then Jasper and Rex also were like, well, if Sam's going, I'm going. So the three of them also left through the gate. And then that left back in the main quarter, that left us with Jerry and Dr. David Drake. Um, Jerry was sort of fascinated by the view of a different scene. He was looking out as if he were standing on top of a mountain, looking out over a rocky landscape that seemed to have like several pyramids in the distance. And much to David Drake's surprise, Jerry steps through that gate. And then David Drake was torn because he's like, well, most of everybody went through that one. And Jerry went through that one. And he was like, I don't know what you want to do. And just at the very, you know, the, the, the words that Sam said about this might be our last chance, he was just, dead afraid of being left alone where he was so he uh, literally like jumped through the gate right behind Rex and Jasper so at this point um, George will now be playing David Drake okay. I'm not sure how we'll explain what happened but we'll figure it out either I think it might just be a text thing or something we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out later but uh, for anybody who's watching them, because it's it was an interesting story. Um, so what we'll say now is that Tug and Danny, you had I believe you had started to walk down the hallway that was leading to the west. Correct. And then I'll say that just as you were kind of just entering that hallway, you hear the commotion behind you of everyone sort of just piling into the room behind you.
0: Oh, they're they're here. You guys made it. Come on, let's go. We're heading down the corridor. Where's Jerry? Uh,
2: Not all of us made it. He went the other way.
3: The other way? What? Down the corridor?
2: No. Through the door. To to somewhere else, you mean? Yes, somewhere else.
3: Oh, man. His love for mysteries and... Peaches and spells.
0: Well, we have to go back and find him.
4: Well, maybe if we push on through here, we'll find another door that he might—he might have come out from further on.
0: Now, now we came through that door, but you guys came through that door. These doors keep changing. We don't know where Jerry went.
4: Well, he could be somewhere. Presumably, he might be somewhere in this.
2: I—I I don't think anyway, so. No. Uh, no, I saw what was through that door. It's nowhere Is it, here. A room like this? Or? No. Well, no, uh, there were almost 20 pyramids in the distance on a desolate landscape under a, this featureless sky. Um, well, Who knows how far it stretches or where it is. If if you want to go back for him, we'd have to go now before it changes. And then hope that he was somewhere near the door. Otherwise, he's gone.
0: Well, unless he shows up again.
4: So this... You you mean this this might be somewhere quite a long way away from where we went in then. Maybe. Or it could just be just the other side of the rock face. We're not going to know, are we? Um, Well, at least one of these doors.
0: Well, we could see out of some of these other doors, and they obviously led to places. So we know
4: that
0: that they're somehow magical doorways that lead to other places. That's how these aliens are getting around.
4: Right, I'm definitely making a sound roll for that.
0: <clears throat> but then we saw that's, it before just, with. It's crazy.
4: Damage, like. My tiny little mind.
0: Something out of a kid's book. Well, let's see what's down this corridor. How long does the corridor look that like costs. it goes? Yes. Well,
4: uh, Danny, did on. I. One Jasper, a... we we'll
3: Danny,
1: were you trying to get something in?
3: Yeah, it's fine. Carry, carry on.
1: Okay. Yep. So you look down this hallway to the well, to the west. Now you're facing the west. Um, The, uh, it doesn't look very far, maybe 50 feet or so. Um, And again, you just, let's just real quick. So Tug, I believe you have a flashlight. Yes. Okay. I think that was the only light source at the moment. Is that right for everybody? Uh, um,
4: I I also, I also have a flashlight.
1: Okay. Jasper too.
4: That presents a problem if I have to use the Tommy gun because I'll have to drop the flashlight because I've got the Tommy gun on a sling.
1: Yes.
0: How, How bright are the rooms glowing now? I mean, are they glowing much brighter?
1: Well, it was one of those, I don't know if you remember, but when you did the experiment, when Jasper realized what was happening, he asked you to turn off your flashlight. So when you did that, it took a second for your eyes to adjust, right? You went from a pretty bright room to now suddenly almost blackness but as your eyes adjusted the level of glow i would equate to basically imagine yourself in like a dark living room and you light one candle so as long as your eyes are adjusted it's probably well enough that you could like read a page or book in front of you Um, but you know the the um, it's like an overall glow so it's not like a direct spotlight like you have with a flashlight you know what i mean
0: well, let's let's try to let our eyes get used to it, and not waste our batteries. Uh, batteries are only going to last a couple of hours at the most.
4: That sounds like a good idea. Does anyone else want to take this this flashlight? Because um, I, I I think I I, I might want to keep my hand on this gun. Why
0: don't you Why not you give it to Doctor Drake?
4: Yeah, Doctor, take this flashlight. All right. what uh, what sort of width are these passages in comparison to the other ones um,
1: uh, they're actually almost all identically around twenty five feet square okay.
4: So I suppose we could we could ascertain from that that they'd probably be made with the same machine
1: probably yeah. it's a pretty good pretty good guess
0: I don't know why they didn't make the machine twenty five feet wide mm mm-hmm.
4: Maybe they've got another one that is.
0: Maybe, maybe that's true.
4: Who knows what machines they have here?
1: Okay, so um, you start to head off. Uh, tug, I'm not even going to ask you for a spot heading. So, so everybody, shut the lights off, right? Yeah. Okay. So and we waited
0: a couple seconds till yeah, our eyes it's
1: related to let your eyes adjust. And similar to your backdrop image, so like that greenish blue, that's almost the same level of lightness, right? So it's like it's dark. It's probably dark enough. It might cast a shadow, but it's it's easy enough to see.
0: It's like moonlight.
1: Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah.
0: And if we do see some big black crabby thing coming at us in the dark, we'll just turn our lights on. Yeah. So
3: that's a good idea.
1: Uh, you know what let me see? Let me just make sure that I think
3: okay, I down. Yes, here. I'm sure I brought a, t- a, f- a flashlight as well, Jeff. Okay, that's Hello. that's fine. Yeah. We're all
0: left in the in the, the dead of night in the dark chasing a monster. Well, I think we all had flashlights.
1: Um let's just recap real quick uh the marching order. So we're still gonna stick with Tug and Jasper in the front.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Danny it's
1: like... and Sam in second, mm-hmm. and then that leaves David to bring up the rear. Is that okay?
0: Yeah, and yeah. I have I have my knife out. Okay, because if something grabs me, it's getting stabbed.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I don't object to bringing up the rear if it's suggested, but it seems likely that I might behind Jasper if he gave me the flashlight. I don't think uh, I don't think I'm gonna walk back to the rear with the purpose of putting myself in the rear, but I will if somebody suggests it.
1: Yeah, that's fine. I guess I'm just asking for, like, as we continue, in, I don't want to have to ask you every single time, like,
2: yeah. March corner. Well, fine. I think at this point, then, assume I'm behind Jasper.
1: Okay. Then, who do you want to bump? Do you want to bump Danny or Sam? Sam. All right, so Tug and Jasper, you uh, you make the turn, um, you start walking, and Tug, just as your eyes are starting to, like, get used to this lighting, it looks like the room just in front of you by about 50 feet or so opens up, so, that, like, the hallway opens up into another room, another large room. Okay. But there's something... The lighting, maybe because your eyes are still getting adjusted, but it looks like there's a, a lump of some size uh, right at the corner, I guess. So just for your sake, the, the room is actually uh, basically a circle. So it's about roughly 70 feet in diameter.
0: It's a big room. Yeah, it's big. Okay.
1: So just as the hallway is coming into this room and then the, like, the circle will come out like this, Right here at that corner, there's a lump that's laying on the floor.
0: That's laying on the floor. I'm going to scoot closer to it um, in the dark. Does it move?
1: No, not really. Okay. Uh, Rex is not wanting to go forward.
3: Okay. Careful, tug.
4: Watch out! This 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 could be something.
3: I've got my pesto out ready. Hang, hang on a hang on a minute! I'm gonna
4: um, oh, this safety catch is very stiff. <coughs> They're fine. Okay, I've got it. I'm ready. I'm ready. Everybody, I don't have to tell Rex to stay. He doesn't want to go on. So that's uh, easy.
0: I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna flip on my flashlight for a second. Don't don't look right where I'm shooting, or you're gonna it's gonna blind you. So I I point my flashlight in that direction and then I turn it on.
4: Your (laughs) when he turns the flashlight on, I'm going to um shut my right eye and just look with my left eye.
1: Oh, okay.
4: Getting up in the middle of the night has taught me this trick.
1: All right. Um also I find it funny that the first time that Jerry's not here, and then suddenly Tug gives the warning that he's turning the light on. So, but that okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So the light, the flashlight comes on. That split second of you know it's bright again. Your eyes just had gotten used to the dark, and now you're messing with your eyes again. So the light comes on, and as soon as your eyes start to adjust again to the brightness, yeah, you think you've seen this shape before. It looks rather insectoid. it has wings coming off of its back it has multiple legs that have dark bark like texture to it. you think maybe a couple of them you can see little claws at the end or nippers
0: and it's lying on the floor
1: and it's just laying on the floor
3: Gary yeah, brought in it doesn't it like it's dead or. Um somebody went to go to ancient Egypt and get his net.
0: Does it does it have any reaction to when I flash the light on?
1: No. So I'm,
0: I'm gonna sort of put my hand for everybody to stay back and I'm gonna I'm not gonna try to wobble my light or anything or disturb anything, but I'm gonna scoot forward to get a closer look to see if it's dead on the floor or if it's Asleep.
2: Jeff, can I see it from where I'm standing?
1: Yeah, I'd say you know you've got two or three people in front of you, but it's a it's 25 foot wide hallway, so there's quite a few.
2: I've seen a dead one before, correct?
0: I thought that they disintegrated when they died.
3: Did it? S- sleeping. Yeah. I I am. I'm moving for a clear shot and taking an aim.
0: I still want to. I want to scoot as far forward as I can to take a look in the room itself okay, and see um, if there are others
2: there.
1: I'm just curious, David. What what made you say that? What made you think you saw a dead one before?
2: Uh, was I present for uh, the uh, interrogation of? Uh, the one that uh, Sarah had in her custody? It's
3: a good
1: question. I'll say that, without having to go back and refer to my notes, I'll say that if you were not present, you were either in the room next door or you clearly had time to watch the same or listen to the same audio that everybody else did. Okay.
2: Uh, well, my main point was uh, was the question whether or not I ever saw uh, a corpse. It died, right? So did I see its body?
1: Uh, let's put it to a luck roll. If you pass, I'll say you saw what happened. If you fail, I'll well,
2: yeah. I pass.
1: Okay. Then, yeah, you saw that whole encounter as it played out. So you would be aware of what Tug just said that yeah. it probably did disintegrate when it dies.
2: So
0: I just want to say uh, if So the- if
2: I yeah. see people pointing weapons at the sleeping Migo, I say we should try to take it alive.
0: Take it where?
2: Well, we are planning to uh, escape here, aren't we? How? Maybe it can tell us.
0: I want to see if there's a whole room full of these things, though, before I... But we can only see down the corridor, right, into the room.
1: Yeah, you're basically in the hallway looking down the corridor, and then you see, like, it opening up into this large room.
0: So I'm going to hug the wall and move very quietly forward, (laughs) trying not to disturb the thing. This could be their dormitory. Yeah, and, and take a look inside and see if there's others lying on the floor.
1: Okay. Um, while he's doing that, could I ask Jasper to do a listen roll? And I'll come back to Just let me know the result. Oh. Well,
4: that was quite a good one. That was an 11.
1: Oh, nice. Okay.
4: That was, which is uh, hard.
1: Okay. If I forget, remind me. Okay. Okay. Um, Danny, what are you doing? You're just covering the preacher,
3: right? You're just... Yeah, okay, I, I want to kind of get as clear of you in case it weakens. Okay. Um, but I do like the idea of the doctors saying, need to, if we can grab one and try and retrace our steps, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Then keep going and find more and more monsters.
0: Well, then I should say to Danny... Well, I don't say this to Danny. I say as a player to Danny... You notice that my knife is out. So you can probably guess that if that thing moves, I'm leaping on it and (laughs) silencing it. So I'm not thinking about capturing one at this point. So if you want to get ready to stop me.
1: (laughs) We'll say all of that was said through a look, a little crazy. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so saw that wild look in his eye. Eh?
1: <laughs> okay, Tug, when you approach, you get closer to the creature. It's sitting like just in front of you, about, well, the hallway's 25 feet wide, so about 23 feet. You get to the point where you can see into this room now. Um, it looks like there are quite a lot of large, clear, uh, cylinder containers wrapping all the way around this uh, round room. Um, there, that in the south, uh, there's another hallway leading down.
4: Uh, in the
0: south leading down. And are there, are there Miko in these cylinders?
1: There are some that are empty. There are Most that are filled with, like, from where you're standing, um, like a pinkish, gelatinous goo, almost. Ew. And mm, let's see. I'll say that with the current lighting situation, it's hard for you to see what else is in there. So there might be something else. You might be picking up little dark shadows, like there's something in the goo. Okay. I don't know what this is. Wait, hold on. Uh, there's one more rather important thing here. Um, in the center of the room is... Let's see if I can describe this correctly. So you know that sleeping thing that you just saw off to your side. Picture that in the center of the room, but now reduce the body size to almost like three feet, four feet. So about 50 or 60% of what would be considered normal size that you've seen so far. But in exchange, the head on this thing is about eight times larger than what you're used to seeing.
0: So, I'm sorry, so it's like, are you talking about like big brained bugs? Yeah. And are these in canisters?
1: The one that's in the center of the room is not in a canister. It's, it's basically just laying on the floor. It's just a big giant head almost with a little withered body off to the side.
0: So it's like the brain go.
1: And in addition to that, there's all these little tendrils that are coming out of its head and it looks as though they're connecting to the different canisters around the room uh, So, if you're not careful you're gonna step on one of those like the closer you get to it the more tight they are
0: I'm still not in the room so yeah okay I get it
1: yeah so it's I'm almost like-, like a spider web the way it sort of fans out from its head
0: I'm like, you guys this is the craziest thing I've ever seen Be real quiet. Come on. on. on.
3: Can we all see this, Jeff?
1: Yeah, as long as you move forward, Mm -hmm. and you know, and get to like the
3: entryway, you would see it. Is is that the leader in the middle? That horrible one.
0: Maybe. Maybe it's their leader. Maybe it's their mother.
3: If uh, based
2: on uh, everything, I have either learned or think I've learned about amigo, whether they be uh, legends or actual sightings, do I have any idea what I'm seeing? But also based on uh, knowledge of uh, neurophysiology, do I have uh, any idea of why I think it might be uh, connected to uh, a bunch of uh, canisters?
1: Well as long as you're close enough to the entrance of the room, you can actually see that they're connected.
2: Right. So do I have any idea why that would be?
1: I think other than what I would just say would be your your normal thought pattern process, you could you that would be normal for, for Drake too.
2: Okay. But what about any uh, legends or Sightings or accounts of uh, what Tug was just calling big brained Miga. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm afraid there's been no other reports that you're aware of of seeing anything like this before.
2: Well, what do we do?
0: I mean, I could kill the one on the floor, but what if these, like, it's what if that's its mom and these are, these are like breeding tubes? or what if it's
3: coming from its brain its head
0: I I don't know you can't really tell what's brain and what's not but it kind of all looks like brain the one in the middle
3: it it looks like those pictures of what they used to
4: call rat kings doesn't it all those things coming off it
3: that could be the one that's controlling all the other ones though
4: yeah maybe this
0: is not maybe it's not even alive maybe it's a machine maybe this is part of their machine
4: it kind of looks like one of them, but I mean
0: I'm just conflicted. I, I don't know that we should be killing anything.
4: Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I mean we should defend ourselves. We don't know how specific. many we don't
2: we don't know how many of them there are in here. Of course we shouldn't I, 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 be I think that,
0: I think we need to go back down that other corridor because I don't see how we can cross this room without waking it up or or stepping on some of those, see this, the tendrils all over the place. Step on them, it's going to wake.
1: If you were to walk around the edge of the room where the canisters are, like the canisters are about two and a half, maybe three feet around cylinders. Okay. So the tendrils, since they, since they fan out, as, you, as each one is connected to the canister, you could probably step over each one fairly. You could easy. step over
0: each one? Hey, you said there's a there's a corridor leading south,
1: right?
2: Are there any canisters that are not connected? Uh,
1: they all seem to be connected. In Whoops. some spots, you can see there might be more than one tendril connected to the same canister, but generally speaking, it's it's one.
0: Well. Your guy, should we vote on it? Do we go forward or do we go back down that South Passage in the hexagon room?
4: Well, it's going to take some uh, some work to get Rex through there. He, he, he really doesn't seem to want to go in there.
0: Could you pick Rex up and carry
1: him? <sighs> He's
3: a big dog. I could pick
1: him
4: up. Uh,
3: guys, I've had a crazy idea. Maybe if, if there's something in those canisters... Maybe that one is passing all of its knowledge to new ones. You know, I didn't
0: didn't think of this until you just said that, but aren't these things telepathic? If we wake one of these things up, it'll tell all the others, won't it?
2: That's very likely. We need to be very careful.
3: Can we... I vote for, for going
2: telepathic. They, I don't think that it's. I don't think that they need these machines for telepathy. Maybe they're some kind of storage devices or recording devices, well, or, be, or maybe they're for long distance communication, like some kind of antenna or, or relay.
1: Uh, sorry to interrupt. Can I? Could I? Could everybody do a power roll for me?
3: Pass. No. Wow.
2: I got a
4: three. We didn't need that good a pass. No
2: uh extreme success. All right.
3: Get all these good rolls out
2: now. That's. That's yeah, we don't need those when we get. Day
3: later. Can I sneak over to one of the canisters to have a, a look? And yeah. and I'm kind of like motioning to Tug and others t- to let them know what I'm doing. You know, I'm just kind of creeping over, watching mm-hmm. obviously. These tendrils, are they biological or are they what like wires? Or can you not tell?
1: Um They're they're fairly small. They're maybe like the width of your finger. And they seem to have a definite, natural, like, mm-hmm. you know, how they progress. It's not just a direct straight line. And it reminds you very much of it. looks like a tree root.
3: Yeah, that's what I was thinking.
1: So it's almost, you know, like,
3: Growing. like
1: an exoskeleton or bark. you know, like right in that middle gray area.
0: Like it grew instead of been place there
1: yes yes very much be careful what's in the canister what do you see
0: peaches oh no boy did did did, did, did jerry pick the wrong portal to go
3: through so can I can I get close? Do you want do you need a roll or anything like that? Or
1: No, I don't think you need the roll because as you get closer and closer there there's some glow coming from the wall behind the canister. So there's some bit of light. Now you could enhance that if you wanted to with your flashlight, but I don't think you need to.
3: No, I don't want to disturb anything because I'm afraid that there's some of these creatures in there that I could waken up or something.
1: Mm-hmm the one you're looking at it's fairly large whatever this is the container is maybe about eight feet tall now from what you can see in floating I guess suspended in this goo. It looks maybe six feet top to bottom. The shape is hard, it's hard to, you you know, like you're looking at this, you're like, what is this? It looks very dark. Uh, It looks, it's hard to tell its consistency about because it's in this goo. So if it were hair, it just looks like slimy matted wet Mm -hmm. hair. You know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. And then there's a face, kind of a pie again. Um,
3: Is it like the ones lying inside or is it more like a shape of a face, like a human face or another kind of creature?
1: Definitely not human. Definitely not. I'll tell you what, let's put it to I'll let you decide. Either a luck roll or a spot hidden.
3: Um I'll do a spot hidden. Okay. Ah field. Mm.
1: It's like the more you look at it, the more it's like you could almost tell what it what it is, but it's just so being in this goo, it's just so different that it's you can't put your head around it.
3: Can I tell though if it is different to me go on the floor? Yes,
1: definitely. It's
3: not like that stuff, you know, that kind of head thing that they've got. Yeah. So it I kind looks of like
1: you can see, like it has like two ears. So I mean there are, um, it has a kind of a long nose, hmm. almost, almost like a snout, almost.
3: This just kind of creeping me out. I think and. Uh, The two things my fears were that they were growing or had other ones in there or they were creating something like a human being because of all the brain surgery and replacing people and that. But this is something else again.
0: Yeah, because haven't we established that they can change their shape or believe that?
3: Yeah. Is there anything like a control panel on this thing?
0: So you got to sit in the middle, that brain thing.
3: I think you're right.
1: Um, it's a good question. I'll say that along the bottom of the canister, there's like a metal you remember the same like metallic uh-huh. frame, the door frame? Mm-hmm. there's like a metallic frame, uh, base to this canister. Almost like if that were almost like you could pick up the clear. Glass, I guess, uh, canister, and you could like place it inside the holder. So that's what, in like a big thing. And in that base, you can see like more of that scratchy sort of writing, and maybe one or two, maybe there's a button or two, maybe there's something around the back of it. Um, It's it's not clear.
0: How many canisters are there
1: going around this edge? There's quite a few. I'm not going to count them. There's probably about hundred or more.
3: Oh, wow. I'm I'm going to go back and kind of whisper and fill all the guys into all the stuff. But a kind of horrible thought came into my mind. I'm remembering back up in the shack. There was these demons that I shot. If I'm looking at it now, does the shape of that face remind me of that? That the kind I can see this kind of elongated face, or is it quite doesn't resemble it, or just can't tell.
1: I'll say that you remember from that experience. Those demons had the uh, cloven goat-like hooves/slash legs, yeah. so there was that definite like angle to them.
3: Yeah. I'm
1: trying to. Um, these legs do not look like those legs.
3: Okay. Well, well, I go back and I'm kind of whisper to the guys. They're making monsters. I want to I- see this.
1: And Jasper, to get back to your listen role, it, you didn't notice that when you first entered that room with the, with the rest of the guys, um, but as everyone was sort of now getting ready to like, okay, we're sneaking into this other room. Just as you were leaving that, that room with all the doors in the hallway that was to the south of that one, you heard a noise. And the best way to describe it is like, uh, like a white noise, like maybe it's running water.
2: Danny, what kind of monsters?
3: I don't know. I can't see them properly. They're, they're not those, though. And they're not the things that we've seen before.
0: Um, which, If we were in the corridor, which way did you go, Danny? Did you go to the right or to the left?
3: Uh, I'll say to the right.
0: View to the right. I'm going to go to the left one, the one on the left side of the door. And I'm going to take my flashlight and I'm going to put it down low and put it up against the glass and turn it on so that it sort of lights up the whole tube. Because I want to see what's inside.
3: Prepare for a sanity roll. <laughs>
0: I've looked into the eyes of the hounds of Tendalos.
3: <laughs> and they have looked
0: back.
4: Which means I'm doomed. Bear with me one second. I'm going to try to look this up real quick. A massive anticlimax. You're going to look in the chip, and it's a kangaroo. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this little pause like this Skippy one, Skippy two, Skippy three.
0: It's a koala.
3: <laughs> you put
4: out that bloody light, mate. I'm trying to sleep in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can't find the fast.
0: Migo are Australians.
4: <laughs> We're from a land down under.
1: <laughs> Tug, you kind of like, you turn the light on, you're kind of like looking like, you think you've seen this before. It looks small, maybe about three feet tall. Um, it looks like it has a nose with all these like
0: it's a mole man. this one's got a mole man in it and i'm gonna I'm
1: gonna uh, holding
0: my flashlight, I'm gonna move it around the glass so that I can see it from different angles with the light coming from different. It's a mole man mm-hmm. Take but, it yours, home. but yours isn't a mole man, right?
3: No, it's big six foot.
0: This is uh, these a, are, these are like specimens.
2: Uh, yeah, for the canister, it's different sizes.
1: <coughs> Excuse me.
2: They're mostly all about roughly eight feet
1: tall.
0: So this little guy is sort of suspended in the goo. Yep. I'm going to look in the next one. I'm being very careful not to step on any tendrils. Okay. Doing the same sort of thing. Does it look like it's aware, or does it look like it's dead?
1: Hard to tell, because it really did not react at all.
0: Okay. I think they're all dead. I think these are like specimens, like in Langstrom's lab back at the university.
4: Specimens from where? What are they?
0: Well, these are from the woods outside of uh, Cobb's Corner. I don't know where that one's from.
4: Yeah, but Cobb's Corner could be a long, long way away.
3: If it's okay, I'm gonna to move to the next one round to the right as well. They're
0: scientists. They're collecting things.
3: Yeah, Danny's thinking about there's a human in one of these.
0: Oh no, I hope it's not mine. What if it's Clarice?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what if you move your flashlight to the next one, Tug? and for a split second you are extremely freaked out because you see yourself staring back at you.
0: No fucking way. Hold on. That's that's like super, super sanity. Wow. Oh shit, I really lost.
3: <laughs> that should be a bad moment if Tug sees his own reflection and goes completely insane.
0: Oh, you think it's my reflection? Oh.
3: I still freaked you
0: out Is that possible in a in a cylinder?
4: So oh, from the
1: that's what I was doing. So yes, All and right. that's a good Second, So you won't take sanity loss. Maybe one point if it really freaks you out. But yeah, I was being a little mean there. So I
0: thought I was gonna be floating there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> How messed up would that
0: have been? That would have been weird.
1: There are more sin- more they're, cylinders.
0: They're growing me. What is in there? Anything?
1: Yeah, so this one, it contains another humanoid shape. It's large again, six, maybe seven feet tall. It's kind of like, it's shorter because it's like kind of hunched a little bit. Okay. Um, And as you're moving your light around through through the goo and all, it's hard to make out specific details. But the head on this thing looks... Like a lizard.
0: Oh my god, this one's different again. Look at this thing. It looks kind of like a reptile face.
1: And this one, I am going to ask for sanity roll.
2: Right? Uh, Jeff, I'm going to walk up to uh, <laughs> see what Doug is seeing be very carefully. to avoid over. Okay.
0: How much, how much sanity?
1: I'm just going to do one one or two, so two for family.
0: All right, I think we're getting a nude to seeing all of these bizarrities. Yeah. It's like going to a freak show at the circus.
1: Yep, yeah. this this is like you know something you have never seen before.
2: Um, do I make it there safely?
1: To you're going to the one that tug was looking. That at? Tug is
2: looking at. Yeah. that he said it's a something different? That it was like a.
4: It's
1: a really big lizard a, band.
2: A lizard.
4: Yep.
1: Yeah. So. Okay. As long as you're, you said you were being cautious of the yeah. things on the floor, and I'll just have to ask you for another sanity.
0: We're going to call this one Dino. Dino Man. Mole Man, Dino Man. I wish they hadn't kill the Dino Man, the, the, the Mole Man.
2: Uh, Jeff, I failed.
1: So just take two points. All right. Danny, if you took a light to that, you probably see what that is.
3: The first one? Yeah, I'm going to because I've seen that Tug's now doing that, and it's not waking anything up. So I'll have a look before I move on.
2: Yep. And, okay. Jeff, do I know any Amigo uh, legends that connect them with uh, lizard people?
1: This looks nothing like Amigo. So unless you
2: think... But I mean, are there any uh, stories where both appear, or... You know, that would suggest any relation.
1: You have quite a bit in a cult. So go ahead and give me an occult one. Pass. So I personally don't know the answer to that. So if you know, go ahead and add that into the story here.
2: Well, uh, I'm sure uh, he knows tons of l- reptile and dragon related myths but uh, none of them would feature anything like theiga but
0: is dr. Drake a psychologist
2: yes okay.
1: um so Danny you flip your flashlight on the instant you do the thing in the in the canister twitches just a little bit
5: mm-hmm.
1: And now that you see this thing in the light, the direct light, it was really odd looking because of that liquid goo was matting all of its fur. But the more you look at it, the more it looks like a bear. Mm. And I would tell, tell anybody who's watching, if you go online and do a search for hairless bear, it is stunning how different they look. Like, it's like...
3: Mm. So they've probably got us from the woods.
0: Mm. Guys, we're, we're wasting a lot of time in here. We need to get we need to get out of this room. And besides, that guy's going to wake up on the bottom in a, in a minute, isn't he? He still hasn't woken up.
4: Well, we, we don't know how long they sleep for when they sleep. I mean,
0: they could sleep for days
3: when they sleep, for minutes, yeah. I was, think, to... I was thinking the one in the window was maybe communicating with other things, but I think it's the other way around. If they're collecting all these animals and creatures, maybe they're getting all of their thoughts. And that, yeah, that, that one lies there, and that's why it's so frail-looking, its head's just growing with all this information.
0: Is there anything inside the canister that is connecting the canister to the things inside, like tendrils going down into their heads. Yes. Okay, so yeah, I think you're right. I think it it's 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 reading their brains. I bet there is we got a hundred canisters. We can't sit in here all day and look at these things.
3: It's like a librarian.
0: We're still looking for what's her name, Sarah. Era, maybe she's in one of these corridors. Maybe we should skirt the room at least and give each one a cursory look to see if she's in one.
4: Oh, Oh, damn! You think? Well, yeah. That's that's why they're here, isn't it? They're going to add us to their collection.
2: Uh, Jeff, I, uh, I'm going to go through and start looking at the canisters. Mostly, uh. (laughs) Mostly looking for Sarah, but maybe just trying to make some kind of mental inventory of the variety of different creatures, uh, particularly anything that seems truly bizarre. Like the lizard man is strange, but it's conceptually recognizable. So if there's anything, if they all seem like something we could imagine without much difficulty, that's significant. And if some of them are incomprehensibly bizarre that's also significant.
0: I'm just looking for Sarah. So if I I hold the light up and I turn it on and it's not a Sarah, then I just move to the next one. I'm not going to worry about.
1: Now, let me do this. I'm not going to stop you, but I want you to be aware that for that lizard creature, you just took a sanity roll are you willing to sacrifice potential You know, you might be seeing more things in here that you have not seen before. Are you willing to risk all of that?
0: Yeah, I think so. But I I don't think I'm gonna be studying. If it doesn't look like it's the shape of a woman, I'm gonna skip it.
1: Okay, so that question kind of goes to everybody then. Danny, do you
3: want to search the room?
1: Because we've
0: got 100 canisters. It's going to take us 10 minutes.
3: I don't know if they would have actually had time to get Sarah in a canister. But she could be. I'm more concerned about the ones on the floor. I mean, I say that to the guys. I'm like, well, they've got their museum of creatures. Why don't we take one for Abelard and get one back? Well,
4: how would we, how would we get anything out of the the
2: canisters. If we
3: take anything out of the canisters, that no. I mean, one in, that's lying on the floor. If
2: we wake oh, it up, man. it can. Uh, it might be able to alert the one that's uh, connected.
3: We
0: don't have like nets or anything with us.
3: Or we go through the next corridor and see if we can find Sarah and come back.
2: Jeff, uh, at this point, I just keep. If they're not looking through the canisters quickly, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna double my pace because I'm determined to see if Sarah's in here uh, and use what time we have to look at these things
1: okay and then Jasper how do you feel about all this do you want to start looking
4: well I mean I'll I'll look in them as I'm going past them on the way through the uh the the the, the, uh the cavern but um I, I think that we should just, you know, treat this as just reconnaissance, and then you know, we can, then Abelard can send some more competent people back here to get things. Because, um, but we just need to get the get the doctor and get out, really. We're, we're not equipped for this. I mean, I know I've got a Tommy gun, but I, I don't well, know how to use it. Really, I mean,
3: you could kill them all.
0: I've already looked at at least sixteen or seventeen of these <laughs> things by
1: now. All right, so let's do this. Let's see if we can figure something out here. Uh,
2: well, if, if Tug has looked at seventeen, I'm probably up to t- up to twenty.
0: We're yeah. going in opposite
4: directions. Yeah, yeah. i thought, uh, uh, it each one each other. looks like a sasquatch. Hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll still have uh, if I have to look at half of them, I'll I'll still have one have a point of sanity left. I mean, assuming I make my sanity check 50 times in a row, of course. <laughs> right, let's do this. Oh, is it, by the way, is there anything significant about when you hit half sanity?
1: Um, okay. No. Half of your max, you mean?
2: Uh, yeah, like anything like that.
1: No. It's okay. just the 20% rule for the day you lose okay. minutes for that. All right. So let's um, do each of you have a D20? <laughs> yeah. Do a D20.
2: Is that our sanity loss? <laughs> I'm still trying to figure this out.
1: <laughs>
0: I would lose nine.
2: Uh, five. All right. So let's do
3: Tug. Well, Tug was really just looking at the shapes, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, if it wasn't, you know, if if it was like a raccoon size, I'm not even going to
3: look. Danny said trying to come to his rescue.
1: Okay. All right. Tug, so do four sanity rolls.
0: Four sanity rolls.
1: And David, you can
2: do three. Against my current sanity, or does it? could it change each time?
1: Well, if, if you would roll once, if you fail okay. that one, then yes, drop that. And for each pass, it's one. For each fail, it's two. All right.
0: Okay. Fail, 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 fail.
2: Okay. And Pass. three of those
0: were 90, 90, 91, and 92. Oh,
2: my gosh. Okay, Path fail. Is that
1: eight eight. Point
0: eight. Yeah.
1: Ouch. Shit. <laughs> so, without getting into all these descriptions, you have just seen a whole series of unrecognizable shapes and creatures and
0: do we get any Cthulhu Mythos for this?
1: Hmm, wow.
0: I mean, even for just the Miko room.
1: <laughs> I'll let you do a 1d10. David, you can do 1d6. you have seen a little bit less... Danny and Jasper, if you want to do a 1D4, that's fine. You're still aware of what's happening. You just hear a tug on.
0: (laughs) I'm sending you private information, Jeff.
3: I'm keeping my eye on Tug, by the way, because I know he's not in a good place.
2: Right. So, Jeff, of the ones that I've seen, are any of them extremely alien, or are they all, like, variations on animals we recognize?
1: Yes, the the ones I'm asking you to do the sanity rolls for, so I think you had three of them, they are alien
2: that you've okay. never seen before. Okay.
3: Guys, I've just had a thought. If we let all these creatures free, they wouldn't be very happy with Amigo.
0: Well, I think they're all dead. Right?
3: No, mine moved. It moved?
0: I don't want to mm-hmm. let them out. I don't, I
4: don't just Get the hell out of here. I, I was just thinking...
2: There's no re- There's no reason it would need to connect to uh, the mind of something dead anyway, but... We don't. We don't know that they're specimens. They might be creations. They could be developing these things somehow.
4: What were you going to say, Jasmine? I I was just thinking that, um, that maybe these aren't all from from Earth.
1: Yeah, probably
0: not. That it's one up. over there sure is not from Earth.
2: I saw three that probably aren't, but the others are so familiar.
3: But if that's, we need why, to- that's
2: why I think that they're creating
3: them. If we need to escape, we could just open all the cylinders up. And if they woke up, that would be a, a good way to get out of here.
0: We don't even know the direction to get out of here.
3: We need to find Sarah if she's alive.
0: Well, let's make a deal. If we find Sarah first, or if we find the exit first, we need to take the exit if if we find it first.
3: We need to get the hell out of here. Okay, I think we should grab one now before we leave.
0: I think we should bring dynamite back and blow this whole thing to Kingdom Come.
3: Me too. Are you alright, Tug?
0: Not really, but keep going. I'll go and I'll I'll I'll
2: do
3: you want me to kill that thing on the floor over there?
2: No, oh, that could wake them up.
3: I think we maybe wait and see if we can find Sarah we can kill it and we out if we have to come back. If not we come back with dynamite.
1: Okay, so you have two options. You could go back into the room with all the doors or you could step cautiously over the tendrils and make your way to the south
2: exit. Well, place. How close are we already to the south exit?
3: Um, halfway, halfway at least. Yeah. Let's let's just carry on, guys. Would you say? Straight okay. ahead. I don't want to go through all these doors. I don't want to lose anyone else.
5: What was that?
3: It was one of the cylinders opening up. The thing just (laughs) went
1: The thing in the corner just popped awake. All right, so you're heading south out the uh, canister room. Um, Tug, the hallway is small. It's only about maybe 20 or 30 feet. Um, And then it looks like you're coming to a T intersection. So the hallway then splits when it goes east and west again.
0: Okay, so this is the one going south and then you said yes, it so splits east and west.
1: Yep, so now you exit the room, you head south for about 25 feet, and then you get a T intersection that goes east-west.
0: Okay, and does it look like it goes a long way or?
1: Oh, yes, it does in both directions.
0: Oh. Any pits in the floor?
1: Not that you can see.
0: Okay. Guys, this goes on forever in both directions.
1: Let's say... Okay, this might get too complicated. Don't worry about this too much, but I'll just try to give you... As you look to the west, you can see another hallway splits off to the south. Okay, as you look to the east, which is basically where you came from, the same there's another hallway that splits off to the south, and then you think, well, let's put it to a navigate roll. You can all roll navigate for this. Oh, yes, Um, you easily can calculate that it looks the same distance that you just walked. So, in other words, there's that. Always splits off and goes to the north would take you right back into the gate room, so it's basically a loop.
3: Cool. So that's we we're back.
0: made a kind of a triangle then. Oh wait, there was a, there was a corridor going south in the gate room, so you're saying that's probably the same. I think I got it. I need a new piece of paper to draw. <laughs>
5: see
0: that? Ah, okay. Let's go down that mm. let's make a, a, a left-hand turn and go to that one going south. Okay. So that's the one that's in between the gate room and the big brain room.
1: Okay, yep, gotcha.
0: Right, so we think still no activity, huh? No.
1: Yeah, no,
5: no.
0: creatures walking up and down. Mm-mm. Well, the place isn't abandoned, but at the same time, there's not much activity.
4: Well, I'm, I'm not going to complain about that.
3: Did, did Jasper? Did you manage to bring Rex with you? Did he come? Yes.
1: Yeah, he was not happy about squeezing past that, that sleeping creature. Right, so you start to approach the hallway that goes further to the south. Um, could everybody do a listen roll? Jasper, you get a bonus.
0: Well, I,
4: got I got
0: an 11.
4: A, I got a 10.
3: I got a 7. Nice. We're all on high alert.
1: Everybody who passes, they can hear that rushing water sound, too. I I heard that sound earlier.
2: What sound?
3: Was it tug when you went under the water? Remember? Oh, yeah. That a rushing, you said something about rushing water. That's so there right. maybe a waterfall or something running through the, or a river or something.
0: Maybe we're near that
4: exit.
3: Yeah.
4: Oh, I hope so. I'd, 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 I'd like to think we're still in Vermont.
3: I think we're in the mountain, Jasper. I think we're okay.
4: Oh, man, yeah, I do hope so.
3: Should we follow that sound? Or are we yes. can check so We're
0: it? going south.
3: Okay,
1: so. Okay, yep uh, the hallway splits again in like a T intersection. Uh, uh, Tom, don't worry about mapping anymore. I'm just getting too complicated. Okay. Um, I'll send you something more. I'll just doodle something out real quick. Okay. Um, so as you proceed south, there's another hallway. It looks like it leads down maybe 60 or 70 feet. So it goes pretty far. There's another small hallway that leads off to the west.
3: Uh, you go.
0: do we go forward or do we go to the west i i'm gonna I don't like corners so if i if we if we come to the place where it tees off, yeah. we can see down this way, yeah, I wanna peek around the corner and look that way,
1: okay, yeah, that makes sense. so when you get to that corner, that sound now is unmistakable, okay. It's coming from that room.
0: All right. Do I feel any moisture in the air?
1: It's very humid in this room.
0: Okay. Um,
1: Should have a look that.
0: Can I just point my flashlight and see if I can see anything down there?
1: It looks like it opens up into like a smaller, like twenty by twenty room, like a square room. And your flashlight comes across, and you can see what looks like a metal um, grate in the floor. Jasper, oh, you me. said something? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I, I, I said, I, I think we should look in there. It could That could be our way out. I think you're too far away from your microphone.
4: I said, I think we should look in there. That could be our way out.
3: Gotcha. I heard that. Rex is a good audio transmitter. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm whispering it into
4: Rex's ear.
5: <laughs> I could hear it.
4: voce.
3: <laughs> Go is it, see, Go see going down these corridors, is there any is it feel like it's all level, or is there any sense of incline or you know do we feel like we're going up or down or is it just feel level? It's a
4: good question.
1: Do a luck roll. Or navigate, either one.
3: Uh, I'll do navigate because he's got that. um, I'm like eight points over. I'll
1: say that... uh, What I was about to say might give something away.
3: I could always spend eight points of luck.
1: Uh, let's, Let's say this. The hallway that you were just in, previous to coming down here, there was a very slight, gradual, very slight. Mm-hmm. Everything else, all these little side rooms and all, pretty much feel or seem to be level. Okay. Okay, so slightly. is anybody going into that room with the grate? Yeah, yeah, I'm going in. Okay. Yes,
4: yes, I definitely I'd. I, I want to know.
1: Yeah. that hmm It's got a metal circular grate, kind of like a manhole. And uh, when you shine your flashlight, you can see definite rushing water below you. It looks like it's maybe about 50 feet. So it's pretty far down.
3: 50 feet, did you see? Yes. So we could lift that. And drop in if you wanted to. There's nothing else in this room.
1: Correct. It's empty.
0: We we came down to be at this level, and that's 50 feet below us. That water is an underground river. It's not coming out anywhere that we... Okay. That would be... sure. Jeff, uh,
2: Jeff, didn't we go through one of the doors? To get here
5: yeah
1: yes
2: I say if these doors open on other worlds they can open on other parts of this complex yeah well, how do we know how high we are
0: I guess I guess you're right but I would not I wouldn't chance it
3: well, me neither. There's nothing else in this room,
0: no. Besides it's... the water the water in the pool was flowing the other way. It was flowing into the pool.
3: Not out of it. Shall we go back and check down the corridor? Yeah.
5: Yeah.
0: Do you, yeah. Do
3: you know if if we kill if we kill anything in here we can throw it down there?
0: Yeah. We should see how easy it is to kill one of those things.
4: That's really We should interesting. also bear in mind that we, we haven't got any food or water. There's only a certain amount of time that we can spend exploring this place.
0: But you can go for days without food. Well, water, no. But.
3: I've, I've got climbing ropes, so we could lower somebody down.
0: Should we go back there and, and see how easy it is to kill one of those things?
2: no tug because then we might have to kill a lot more of them and there are a lot more of them we, than there are of us
0: if we don't know how to kill them then we're really fucked
2: we already know that they're Well, we know they're susceptible to starvation and yes. everything yes. else
0: that that works really well in a fight we can starve them to death <laughs>
2: But they're also uh, good. they're also just as physical as everything else. If you can if your grenades can blow holes in that
5: uh,
0: walking
2: know. tree goat, then I don't think that there's much doubt
3: that conventional weapons can kill these Migo. Yeah, well, sure, the scientists killed one.
0: I, I want to kill one.
3: Yeah, I think we probably should, but maybe we should look down the corridor and see what else we can find. All right. Because I, I agree with the doctor that maybe if we kill one or something, then the other ones might be alerted. So we'll I, I, I,
0: I, 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 I get to kill the next one.
3: Okay. I think if we go into their house and start
2: killing them, it's not going to end well for us.
0: I'll take I want it. I don't think it's going to end well for us anyway.
2: Once it's necessary to kill things, Tug, you can kill the very first one, but until then, we need to be resolved that we're not going to attack them first. We still have some chance of returning home alive, but once these tunnels are filled with hostile aliens, we have no chance at all.
1: This is good and all, but I'm going to keep Pressing you forward, um,
0: Let's so down the corner.
1: I'll just say that maybe, uh, Mr. Dr. Drake, you're trying to like rationalize with Tug, who's a madman right now.
2: <laughs> well, I can assume that we can talk and walk at the same time.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, rational talk may not be the correct. Well, to... I. All right. So you guys are heading further south then, right? Or you're going back to the way you came?
0: South. Um, <laughs> but can I can I interject one little thing? Yeah. Um, Dr. Drake, you're a psychologist, mm-hmm. and Tug is yes, obviously right. half out of his mind. You have psychoanalysis. You can like help me.
2: <laughs> so I was literally about to ask that, Jeff. Is it uh, is it acceptable to? Uh roll skills on players uh, in such a way, especially if it's beneficial.
0: You do first aid on players, so. Uh,
2: That's good enough for me. I would uh, (laughs) love to roll psychoanalysis if I think that it could assist Tug, you know, this quickly. And really, I'd like to roll it even if I think it can't, because maybe I'll just roll really well. (laughs) Go ahead.
1: (laughs) Tug might stab you, but go ahead.
2: Da- Danny
3: already knows maybe
2: I'll botch and get stabbed but thank you for reminding me of that possibility.
3: Danny knows tugs off his rocker so just, he's
0: just don't push it <laughs>
2: um, so uh, would uh, 20 out of 70 be a hard pass or yeah. yes yeah hard pass.
1: Alexa, what's one fifth
0: of seventy? <laughs> Alexa, what's one fifth oh. of seventy? Uh
2: um.
1: One
2: fifth multiplied by seventy equals fourteen. Fourteen?
1: So, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> you okay, said so a hard
2: pass. It's a pass, though. Well, a
1: pass.
0: It's a, it's a, it's a regular. No, it's a it's a hard pass.
1: Oh, you said he got a twenty.
0: Out of what?
2: Seventy. 70. So just. Yeah, a that's problem.
0: that's less than half.
2: Oh right, right, right. It's a hard, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's, but no, it's not extreme. an extreme, no. Yeah.
1: All right, but. so the only thing that's right, okay. Who wants to roll, I guess? Should we have Dr. Wait, roll? Roll what? To see how many sanity points Tug gets back.
2: Well, I guess I should roll if I am the psychoanalyst here, right? I guess that uh, or, or maybe uh, or, if, or is the notion that uh, the uh, the patient is actually making themselves saner. Yeah. That's, that's probably, do- that's so probably which, Dr. Drake's philosophy, so let's have Tug roll.
1: Which dice do I roll? Let's do a 1d6. Okay.
0: Three. Well, Doc, you've made me feel moderately better. <laughs> I only sort of want to kill something. <laughs> but thank you.
1: All right, this is all done through walking a short distance down the hallway. Uh, You were aware from it before, and as you approach this new new room to the south, one of those big, deep pits is right in front of you again. Uh, It's the same 10 by 10 square, and it just goes down for what seems to
4: be forever. I wonder what purpose these pits serve. Do you think this is how they get about, or...?
3: See, oh, what you think? is it in the ceiling and on the floor? Ooh, good question. Like, like a shaft all the way down?
1: In this particular case, it all, it's only going down.
3: Hmm.
0: Aren't they after that rock? Yeah. Maybe these are mine shafts.
3: Yeah. I think you're right. The doctor obviously helped you there.
0: No, I'm saying that they're mine.
3: Oh, your
0: <laughs> eye on the shafts
3: now. Yes, yeah. Just don't jump down them. i
0: carve my initials on the corner.
3: <laughs> no, don't worry. Uh, don't don't worry, Tug.
2: You'll uh, never have to be concerned about a mine shaft gap.
3: Danny, Danny, pouch your head. Tug like a dog. Good boy. Good boy.
0: I look at you, Danny. Like what the. F-? fuck are you doing?
1: Uh-oh. Triggered. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want a biscuit? I think I'm only
4: going to talk to Jasper for now on. you guys are all... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, so, so, honestly,
3: I'm, I'm a little bit concerned that they're all talking about killing these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm- Jasper, you're in charge with the dog. Go for it.
2: I'm sure, Jasper. You could tell that the doctor uh, wants very much to not start killing these things.
4: <laughs> Jasper, the rest of the thing are very good of the doctor. I'm going to give the doctor a biscuit.
0: <laughs> I'm going to no, walk past the pit. And the, uh, his
4: behavior. Yeah.
2: Boy, at this rate, uh, Tom and I are going to have to uh, argue over a Rex if, uh, if another one of us needs a backup character. Apparently, we're both such good dogs.
1: <laughs> you guys make your way into this next room. <laughs> And it's a large rectangular room. It's lined with shelves um, to the point where, like, almost like a library, like, you you know, almost like small hallways. Um, But it's a pretty tall hallway, so the shelves don't go all the way to the ceiling. But for lack of a better word, it's basically you've entered what looks to be a room that's just got a whole bunch of stuff in it. Um, Some of it is mundane, like wooden boxes and crates. Some of it looks like some sort of tool that you've never seen before.
2: Um, How big is the tool?
0: That's what she said. Sorry.
4: (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) Couldn't help it.
0: I'm insane.
4: And this, and this is, and this is why we need more women players. <laughs> yeah. You see, we need a balance. Carry on. Uh,
1: six feet. <laughs>
2: okay. Maybe it would be better to ask. Uh, at immediate glance, is there anything small enough to carry out of here that is unusual looking? That might be a good specimen of some kind.
1: Yeah. Um, You could start making your way through some of the boxes if you want.
2: Wait, do do we have to open boxes? Is nothing just sitting out?
1: There are some things just sitting out. Small organic devices that you can maybe stick in your pocket.
2: Yeah, that. Sure. What do you mean by organic device? That sounds like a contradiction in terms.
1: Any guns? Pick it up. It kind of looks like there's a metal tube sticking
2: out, but it also feels squishy.
0: Any guns like my my ray gun?
1: Do a luck roll for me,
2: Tug. Uh, Do I uh, have a pair of gloves, Jeff?
1: I don't think once I've heard anybody say anything about gloves.
2: Well, I wouldn't be asking except for having taken up a pre-existent character.
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's reasonable.
0: Forty-two out of sixty-four.
1: Um, yeah, why, it looks like. I can't remember which one you had from before.
0: I okay. had the. Right gun. I don't know. Um, was it the small one? Was it the lightning gun?
1: I think it was the small
2: electric one. Yeah. The so
0: electric yeah.
1: gun. Yeah, you see one of those. Nice. I'm grabbing that.
2: So, Jeff, you're, you're to clarify, you're saying Dr. Drake does not have a pair of gloves? Correct. Okay. Uh, so is there anything small, portable, and not organic? Like what? <laughs> well, you said that this, that the room is filled with uh, strange devices. Uh, okay. So I would like to, uh, a specimen that is not organic because that sounds potentially infectious and creepy, whereas I don't think uh, in 1930 I would be, know enough to be concerned about radiation. So apparently the inorganic devices are safe.
1: <laughs> you, s- you see on the shelf a small metallic box that is very nondescript, uh, except that it looks to be the same metal that you see- have been seeing all around.
2: All right, that's perfect. I want that one. Yep. I thought of it.
4: Okay,
1: Jasper, what are you doing?
4: Um, well, for the most part, um, I'm I'm concentrating on, on trying to sort of um, raise Rex's spirits because he was a bit apprehensive earlier. Um, but um, yes, uh, much like the the uh, the doctor, I'm also um, on the lookout for a, a, a likely-looking portable widget, <laughs> something I can I can put in my pocket.
1: Could you do either my a hidden hand. or
4: a luck roll? Um, I'll do a luck roll. Daniel,
1: I'm coming to you next. A Thirty-nine, which is a pass. You um lift the lid to one of these wooden boxes, and inside is, looks like a box about 12 by 12 inches, and it's about a third of the way full of what you think looks like gold nuggets.
4: Ooh. Ooh. Um, well, it seems a, a shame to to waste. I wonder if it is gold. Um, no way of telling. We've um, are any of the geologists still alive?
3: I can do geology.
4: We'd need acid or something, wouldn't we, to find out if it was really gold?
0: Mm. You could you, you could uh, bend it with your fingernail if it's gold, and it would weigh a ton.
1: Go ahead, Danny. You can roll. Geology, if you want.
3: Yeah. Hard pass.
1: Yeah. So from what you can tell, it looks like it's gold.
3: This looks like gold in them there, Hills. And he puts some in his pocket. Can I get some, Jasper? Oh, um, Yes. I'll, I'll take a bit of that. Then.
2: Uh, Jeff, I assume that if they're all like digging around in gold, I have time to uh, and multiple pockets. So I'd like another... Uh, Safely inorganic souvenir.
1: Go ahead and do a spot hidden or a luck roll.
0: I'm intending to leave the room. Is there a way out?
1: There is another. Yes, there's an opening to the west and an opening further south.
0: I'll go west. I'm just, I'm, I'm not paying attention to them at this point. I'm just walking out.
1: Okay. It's another um, maybe about 20 or 30 foot hallway. and okay. then. It's like it opens up into another large room.
0: Okay, You can get back to me.
2: Jeff, I think the likelihood is that I found something, but that it's not something I wanted to find, although I may or may not know that, because I rolled a 96 on luck. Okay. So you tell me what I do or do not find.
1: All right. Let me go back to Danny real quick. Danny, can you do a luck or a spotting?
3: Yeah. Good pass. You Hard. find
1: a similar box, like you're kind of like looking over at Jasper's box of gold and Beanley and you just grab the box that was next to his and you see there's a box and it's full of silver.
3: I put silver in one the other pocket and gold in this pocket.
4: Okay. Well, hang on. So they're they're, they're, they're mining us and they're taking samples. Do you, do you think they're about to to colonize us or something?
3: I don't know, but Tug just went out that door over there.
4: Oh, we should um, we should catch up with him. We mustn't we mustn't split up down here. That could be um, we'll never find each other again. Yeah. Tug, Tug wait.
0: I'm already in the other room.
1: David, you do another, you open a box hoping to find similar gold and riches. And the box that you open is... Well,
2: I'm certainly not looking for golden and riches. Oh, okay. I, I want uh, specimens. specimens. Useful for scientific investigation. I think the fact that they're stuffing their pockets with gold and silver is ridiculous, but I'm not telling them that.
1: You uh, open a box and there are... It's almost like somebody packed a suitcase full of uh, clothes. But each pack is wrapped in like twine so that they're each like self-contained and each one seems to be a full wardrobe so like there's a men's suit with socks and a shirt and then in another one below it there's a woman's dress with women's socks and
2: jewelry uh, uh i give up and keep looking for something where
3: I'm I'm heading out after tug. I'm afraid he's going to get lost.
5: Okay.
1: Jasper, what are you doing again? You
4: heading out? Uh, I'm I'm heading off to tug. Okay. Yeah, we, 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 we shouldn't split
1: up. All right. Um. So Jerry, the group is kind of leaving you behind. Uh,
2: assuming that, uh, assuming I notice that, uh, I give up the search. I don't want to be left behind.
1: Okay. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you you suddenly realize, I mean, you could be in this room searching for days, going through all these boxes and stuff.
2: Um, there's
1: nothing visibly strange or weird that jumps out at you like, I'm going to grab that, you know?
2: Okay. So, so I uh, catch up with him.
5: Right.
0: So I've got a knife and I've got a, 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 a lightning gun. And you said I stepped into another room. Are there... Well, first of all, what's in the room?
1: Yep, so this actually is the same exact repeat of the room you just came from. Another storage room. Another storage room. The only thing different about this one, there's another grate on the floor, and you can hear the water again.
0: The water, and and the ways out?
1: Uh, All directions, so the way you just came from to the east, and then you can also go north, west, or south.
0: Okay, I'm gonna turn south. I'm kind of going in a zigzag. I want to get farther into the complex.
1: Okay. I, yep. I'm,
0: I'm not even going to look around the room. I'm just going to yep. just start walking towards the south.
1: Yep. A man with a mission. I like it.
0: Well, yeah, I, I typed one in. If you <laughs> is
2: it is it possible to notice something worth grabbing while following the others through this room?
1: Um, it's the same thing. You like you you realize you would be here for a right long time trying to find something.
3: Now, are we um, quick enough to spot Tug leaving the room and the other door to yeah, try guys, and catch up?
1: Yeah, you guys <laughs> enter the room and it's almost like Tug just kind of looked around and he just kept walking. So yeah, yeah. you're just gonna, kind of, you know, he's he's only a few paces in front of you, but yeah, you know, he, he's not waiting out for
3: you. I'm kind of just thinking he might be losing it a little bit, but at the mm-hmm. same time, I understand why he's wanting to get through here. Okay,
1: got your message.
0: All right. Um, I actually, so at this point, I'll probably, as I'm leaving this room, just say loudly backwards. I don't think anybody's here because we keep not encountering Miko walking
4: around. You hear? Well, just turn, not, no excuse for complacency. We 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 we, we should keep stealthy. Don't you know, Tug. You might I be right.
3: I, my, my character's a little
4: right now. <laughs> but,
3: but Jasper, he might have a point, because maybe all the Migo are in that room. I've only ever seen about six at the most. Yeah. I was just thinking you would say,
1: I don't think anyone's here, here,
3: here. here.
1: Echo just... Well, if
0: there's you... a bunch of junk in the room, there's probably not an echo. But
1: Okay, so you enter a new room. This room is huge. Hmm. It's approximately three hundred feet left to right, east to west.
0: Wow, like a football field.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Whoa, it's about sixty feet deep. So, like sixty feet from where you're standing now, walking in, sixty feet far wall. Um, so, you're what like home? a foot- yeah, That's you're coming an, in at like the 50-yard line, basically.
0: Yeah, so this is literally a football field size. Yeah. Oh, my God. How tall and, is the ceiling?
1: Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say that. The ceiling goes up about 180 feet.
0: <sighs> and is it completely empty?
1: <laughs> this contains...
0: Two little thimbles lying on the ground. That's it.
1: Sandy <laughs> um, This contains uh, shelf after shelf after shelf. And mm, okay, you did ask how high it was. So I'm going to say you looked up. There is another thing. That seems to be hanging from the ceiling. Um, the roof looks undulating, so again, sort of an un, an, sort of an organic type uh, texture to it, and from the hanging organic shape there are all these thousands of small tendrils coming down again. Guys, what the hell is this?
0: What's on the shelves? Anything? The shelves look
1: to hold hexagonal disks. They seem to be metal, five-sided, and they have a hole in the center of them.
4: Five-sided hexagons. My
0: God, I've just lost my freaking mind.
4: (laughs) I can't comprehend that. It's beyond belief.
0: Yes, six-sided pentagons. Oh,
4: it's warping my mind just trying (laughs) to look at them. It's non-Euclidean. It's (laughs) non-Euclidean.
0: And those aren't holes. (laughs) All right.
3: Guys, I've just found a round square over here.
0: So I'm just sort of standing there with my hands out like this, like, holy crap, what the hell is this?
5: Yeah.
4: Is is there anything inscribed on these um, metal things of indeterminate shape?
1: Nothing that looks beyond just little tiny
2: chicken scratches. I take one.
1: Okay. It's a little heavy, you know, about what you would expect. Uh, real quick, give me a sense how heavy, how much gold and silver did you guys take in, in pounds? like
4: handful or like oh i just took like a couple of nuggets couple of nuggets
1: okay i yeah, took
4: a pocket full i just took a couple of nuggets so that Each. I can get them tested when i get back to make sure it is gold. i'm
3: gonna <laughs> make that sort our five
1: pounds One pound. i
3: don't know How, however much it takes to fill our pocket <laughs> a
1: couple pounds i'd say oh. three pounds okay all right. Yeah, so there's there's this thing, and all these tendrils hanging down are just very slowly just sort of swaying, even though there's no wind. There are oh, no other exits good. from this room.
2: How big do these tendrils look to be?
1: There's Some of them are kind of thick, like the
2: size of your wrists. How long are they?
1: They go all the way up to the ceiling.
2: But how 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 far it's down are the hanging? Yes, some
1: are all the way down to the floor.
2: Whoa!
3: Is it at all reminiscent of the tree creature that attacked us, like the thicker branch, the thicker roots, or whatever it is?
1: It might remind you of that, yes, but beyond that, there's really no other similarity.
3: Yeah. It's Just because um, it's moving.
1: I'm going to ask for sanity roll for this.
3: Mm. Oh, passed. It's going to be zero or one d
1: three
2: for a pass. I mean, for uh, pass. is uh, rolling a ninety seven bad enough to crit fail?
3: No, it's just a fail. Okay, well, I certainly failed.
0: Um, I dropped my knees. Um,
3: unless the GM decides you've gone mad, you dropped your knees. Yep, and
0: I closed my eyes, and I typed something to Jeff, <laughs> and I lost three points
3: of of sanity. Jim. Jasper, I'm going to you.
4: Is he is, is he all right? What's what's
3: send send Rex over. Um,
1: Danny, you think that right before you saw a Tug drop to his knees, you think that you saw one of those tendrils just brush his cheek?
3: I'll have a quick look about Can I see anything coming down?
1: They're, like, wafting, and it's almost like they're real slowly, like maybe they're reaching for you.
3: Oh, guys, watch your heads. Uh, how much? Uh,
2: I missed, must have missed before, Jeff. How much sanity?
3: you.
1: For a pass, or 1d3 for a loss. Okay. And I'm going to jump in. I think you said you wrote a 97?
2: I sure did, yep.
1: 96 and above is considered a crit fail.
2: Oh, that's why I (laughs) asked. So what happens?
1: So I'll just say you just take the maximum three points.
3: Ah, okay. (laughs) But as we say from where I come from, you go mental. (laughs) You become a bit of a character. (laughs) I'm <laughs> oh, sorry about that, Jeff. I didn't realize that was a... Cr- that's that's fine. I
1: was, I was debating whether or not I really wanted to enforce that or not.
3: But... I, I kneel down next to Tug. I'm saying, are you okay, Tug? Tug, you all right?
0: I'm not responding.
3: Guys, don't let that stuff touch your heads. I'm, I'm
4: going to get down to, uh, to <laughs> Rex's level.
3: I think we need to get over here. Let's get Tug over here. I typed something
1: to <laughs> <laughs> It's tempting, but I'm going to say no. <laughs> oh, crap.
0: So you're kind of picking me up?
3: Yeah, I'm trying to move you. Uh, I, I'll oh, yeah. help. I'll, 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 try, I'll try. I will try to help Danny move him. I'm, I'm you still, cooperative. You've still got the knife in your hand. Um, it's at my side. I'm not really. I'll just pick it up and put it in my pocket. I don't yeah. want you stabbing us. All right.
0: I also have my gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my I just, I just look defeated. Let's
3: yeah. Say.
1: Okay. You guys sticking around or heading out?
3: I'm getting it right here. Yeah, I'm uh,
4: definitely coming out after after he said there's something going on with the things in the ceiling. Okay, let's do this.
1: What What's your intent? Just continue to explore, right? So you're still looking for Sarah, right? Okay.
3: Yeah, unless we all start breaking down because Tug's not doing well.
1: Yeah, Tug's not doing too good. So I'm going to step in for a second and I'll say that you guys kind of retrace your steps back far enough to the point where you get to one of the hallways that you did not go down. Um, and the hallway enters into and while well, there's a fork, so you can continue further and then it looks like there's another room up ahead of you similar to the same size as the um, uh, specimen room. So it's pretty big around it's about maybe 70 feet around circular.
2: Um, Is there anything obvious down the corridor we passed?
1: No, just that it looks like you have not been down this way yet. Okay. So in this room, I'm assuming everybody's going forward, right?
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Um, in this room, Danny and Tug, you can recall seeing this before. Again, there's a bunch of sh- uh, shelves on the walls and there's a whole bunch of steel cylinders. Uh, maybe about 12, 15, 18 inches tall, 12 inches around, diameter about. um, They have little knobs on the bottom of them.
3: I get the shudders because I remember back the professor was about to get his brain taken out.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm pointing at.
3: That's what they had. They were going to take the professor's brain out at the uni. Go and check them out.
2: How, how do you know they were going to use it to remove his brain?
3: Oh, that's what they've done to everybody. That's what the guy told us. That, um, And I kind of fell in the doctor on... Okay. The, Wait, episode uh, up at the
2: Are you saying they use these to remove the brains or, the, or store the brains?
3: Uh, I think they put them in it. I don't know because they hadn't actually done the surgery, but that's what they were going to do.
2: Jeff, I take a very close look at one to see what I can see. It's kind of like I described it's basically
1: uh, formless that, you know, it's just a steel container. Um,
2: Are there any seams on it? Any joints? Uh,
1: nothing can tell. It looks like there's a lid though. So we oh, okay. remove the lid, although it does look sealed. Like it's, um, uh, like got clasps on it so that it looks fairly well contained. Just, you can't just like lift it off like a cookie jar. Um, and along the bottom, there's a, just a small panel with a couple knobs. And in the back, there's a couple wires that lead off uh, and attach to the back of the shelf.
2: Well, how are they attached?
1: They're just like plugged in, almost like a like a quarter-inch music jack.
3: I'm switching Uh,
1: them. You gonna turn it Mm on? You turn the one knob, nothing seems to happen. You turn a second knob and you hear a metallic voice come over what you can only assume as a speaker. And you hear a voice really hard, like it doesn't, you don't recognize it. But the voice
3: says, Danny, is that you? Oh boy. Who, who's that? I'm I'm trying to find out who the voice is coming from because I'm 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 not really convinced it's coming from the cylinder. I know it's coming from a speaker. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Who's there? And then you hear like
1: kind of a kind of a laugh, but it's not a happy laugh. It's like a evil. <laughs> yeah. Um, he says, "So we meet again."
3: Who Here, is it?
1: I don't think we ever have been properly introduced, but you would probably recognize me as.
5: Oh, I got the wrong book. Dang it.
1: Jason Trent. If I get this name wrong, we'll fix it later.
0: (laughs) Does that name mean anything to any of us?
1: It's one of the school students that Mm -hmm. he went on the very first initial field trip with.
3: Yeah. Um, What happened to you? I'm I'm getting the heebie-jeebies.
1: He says, he looks around, he says, I see some new faces here, and I don't see Jerry, but I recognize Jasper when he almost killed me. Um, I think it was the other one, Jerry, I think he was the one that almost shot me dead.
3: I I I think I'm getting a creeping suspicion and I don't want to ask, but I decided to ask. Where are you? Down here. In this jar? Yep. I switch it off. <laughs>
1: one button or two? Uh
3: the one that seemed to make the voice, come on. Okay. And as we look across, how many jars are there? Is it dozens? Is it hundreds? Is it
1: hundreds.
3: I'm taking another I'm doing another sanity loss. <laughs> you know what? I'm just rolling a dice for sanity loss because that's freak freaky. I lose three points.
2: Uh, Jeff, how big that? and heavy are these things?
1: Uh, about 18 to 20 inches tall, about 12 inches around diameter. They look like it'd are carrying like a fish tank full of water, so pretty heavy.
3: Guys, there are hundreds of people in here. And metal boxes. I want to get out of here. I think I'd I mean, go over Danny, to, all, all we know reaction. is
2: Danny all we know is that there are metal boxes that sound like people uh, and J- Jeff I uh, am intending uh, to uh, restore reason to Danny by uh supporting some uh, skepticism about assuming that's really Jason so if uh, it's possible to uh, restore some of his sanity uh. That seems desirable.
1: Okay, what, psychoanalysis.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm going to grab Chase and Trent's cylinder, take it off the shelf, and throw it across the room. <laughs> so that mash it
4: open.
2: Uh, Find out
0: if there's a brain inside.
2: I pass, uh, Danny, so you can roll okay. yourself some sanity. Uh, so, Jeff, um, I uh, is a strength of forty sufficient to carry one of these things around? Or is that just prohibitive? Am I going to be so encumbered I can't follow the others?
1: It would just be really
2: awkward. like. Okay. Uh, I can always lose it if I need to. Uh, I just pick up the one closest to me. Okay. So I, unplug it. Un- I, I don't mess with the dials, but I unplug it from the wall.
1: Okay. I,
0: I was serious.
1: All right. Um... Do you want to give them a chance to stop you or are you doing this like that's your intent?
0: I don't know if they want to do that, they can, but I get I'm I'm mad because it's upset Danny and Good. and it's claimed to be uh Trent the asshole. So uh <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just and he's and the doctor's like, Well, we don't know if it's really inside Him inside my reaction is let's find find out. So I'm gonna grab the thing and throw it across. <laughs>
4: Well, I I can't restrain him because obviously, as he does that, then Rex is going to sort of be startled by yeah. by that. So I'm having okay. to sort of rein him in. So, okay.
0: and I have a strength of eighty.
4: Yeah, Danny,
1: do you even want to try to stop him or no?
3: I honestly think I'm too freaked out. Sure, that makes sense. I I, th- I think it's overwhelming the fact that there may be hundreds of minds, or you know, whatever. Yeah.
4: It's a shocking thought.
3: Still alive.
1: And Tug, just to clarify, your intent is to smash it, right? You're not just, to break you know, it open. Yeah. To break it. Yeah.
0: Now it's metal; it might not break open, but I'm just going to see. Sometimes you, big, that, heavy metal how did, things break.
4: How really. no did it know it was you, Danny? How did it know it was you?
1: How? Go ahead give me a strength roll. I'm just curious to see what you get
0: i was dropping strange. my knife. I got a twenty, a twenty out of eighty.
1: Nice. Yeah. So probably anybody else would have trouble smashing it to break it. But your strength and mindset, you know, anger, hulk smash. The mm-hmm. lid pops off, clangs, everything's banging and, bangin and clanging with metal on the floor. And this same sort of pink goo sort of comes out in addition to a brain.
0: I think that's your answer, Dr. Drake.
4: Oh my God. And I
1: think we probably stopped right there.
0: <laughs> All right.
3: Do we all need to roll a roll, a deck roll so we don't slip in a go?
0: we am going to play kick, kickball with it.
3: Maybe later.
0: Our players included Mick Swan, George C., Ken Trench, and myself with Jeff Wilkins as the keeper of the secrets. We're currently producing up to five shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons, Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find the link in our description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. And follow us on Twitter at ITDPodcast. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness. For another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.